0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast.
1: Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell.
0: Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default.
1: Hi, I'm Jackie, wanna play?
0: Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared.
1: Thank (laughs)
0: you. Hey, welcome back
1: spooky season there we go it is indeed it's spooky because i am staring down the barrel of my last year in my 30s oh i thought because you can't put the headphones on over your little pom-pom well i mean i can if it mutes the sound in the headphones <laughs> and is very weird but i want to wear this hat okay because it's a comfy hat but now i can't unless they throw one of these what if we did this
0: Ugh, yeah that's normal looking hat over the headphones yeah you know fine just stretch it out whatever well since it is spooky season i watched a spooky thing this week a new spooky
1: thing. Ooh.
0: watched all of fall of the house of usher on netflix oh okay which is basically it's partially fall of the house of usher because it's not a very long story slash half of or not half of slash edgar Allan Poe's like greatest hits like every episode title is literally a different Poe story oh okay and it is pretty gnarly
1: do they do pit in the pendulum oh yeah do they do
0: telltale heart that's the nastiest one. oh, oh boy i'm not going to spoil anything but yeah if you guys see the telltale heart one
1: whoo how about the raven
0: the raven's in there
1: all right is he quoted yeah does he say nevermore sometimes something does i'm not going to give that away. oh okay but
0: it's really good everyone in it is deeply unlikable it's also um What of the sackler family but
1: consequences oh okay so is this like you know the fall of the house of usher is this his album after he did that collaboration with little john yeah yeah um, I- oh,
0: god that was <laughs> <laughs> almost had an aneurysm there <laughs>
1: well that would have been a short show <laughs> it
0: would have been still upload it to the internet i don't have the password <laughs> oh damn but yeah it's really good um in this episode zach dies mark hamill is a little funny movie like his performance choice he, he forgets to do it a couple times but, but everything he does is down here for the entire fuck show except for like maybe three lines where he forgets to do it yeah well but he just has a very silly gruff voice good for him i still enjoyed him though
1: mm Speaking of gruff, did you see that picture that sound guy put on the uh, the, the old Twitter there? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he looks like he's you know been at some sort of like you know he's been on Roropente. He's been hanging out in the Klingon gulag. He went on an ayahuasca retreat. He may have. He's just coming out of the darkness <laughs> retreat.
0: <laughs> Don't say that about anyone. It's he, just an insult.
1: He looks like he speaks to a to a volleyball with a bloody handprint on it. He looks like a mystic sage that went wrong. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else saw this picture. Um, It's purely for him. I mean, we're glad he's alive. He's clearly come back from some sort of vision and spirit quest, and I hope he's found himself. Uh, Other thing, the uh, Buffy podcast, if you were listening
0: to this on the day most of you are getting this on Wednesday, uh, episode one, uh, will be up probably the exact same time this is on Patreon.
1: A double drop.
0: uh, But that will be up on Patreon exclusively for a week before it gets a mass release. So if you want to get the first of three episodes about the Buffy sequel, that is on Patreon Wednesday night.
1: Patreon.com slash editors comics.
0: That's the one. So let's go from there into the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get
1: out? It's time for the news.
0: Things aren't looking um, so hot for Captain Marvel. No, or the Marvels. Oh no! Uh, the first movie opened up to 153.4 million on opening weekend. Mm-hmm. This is uh, projections, which, by the way, these are not always accurate, especially like with theaters reopening, all that stuff. Like, I still, I think the people who do this haven't quite recalibrated. But we'll see if uh, they're right. Uh, 50 to 70 million. So, so like half. Of what the last one did and that's, on opening that's, weekend.
1: That's not that's not good because the budget on that was probably what over hundred million.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Is it was at like $150, 200 million and Then you multiply that by two for press. I mean, less now because the the actors can't promote it. Oh, so there's that's less the of flying people around. Oh, I guess that it... uh, because also this week the actors guild negotiations broke down again entirely. Like everyone is away from the table at this moment in time.
1: Hmm, that's not good at all.
0: Yeah. They're kind of back where, uh, like, the Writers Guild was, like, in August. <laughs> it's basically the exact same thing. Uh, got more details about what happened with um, Daredevil and Disney's plan moving forward with their programs, with all their television shows. Ooh, the television? This is, I think, going to be a positive. It's been, I mean, we've said it, everyone else has said it. Uh, a lot of times, not not every time, but a lot of these uh, Disney Plus shows were kind of set up with, it's just a long movie, we're just breaking it up into chapters. That's why sometimes you just get an abrupt end, like, oh, okay, okay, and we're done. And apparently what this came out of is Disney was just greenlighting things and just saying, all right, we're going to just put um, an executive over here. You guys go make that show with no proof of concept. So no pilot, no showrunner, and also no Bible being written. Wow. Disney Plus basically said, hey, this is how TV has been done forever. But I mean, we're a juggernaut. So we're just going to kind of do our own thing. And then people weren't receptive to a lot of that television. So now, like, part of Daredevil getting scrapped is they're going to hire a showrunner again. They're going to write a Bible. They're going to shoot a pilot. Ah! Like, real, like, proof of concept and also building it out versus just being, like, an executive's overseeing this. So now, so now you're going to have, like, a real showrunner, like someone involved with television. That's incredible. So, in, yeah, they're like, we're going to reinvent the wheel. Ah, that didn't work. We're going back to the wheel. <laughs> Yay, wheel. Yeah, so I th- that's a positive. You could crack your seltzer. I am cracking my seltzer. I'm pre-hydrating
1: for two weeks from now.
0: <laughs> the hardest seltzer you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, this
1: uh, cranberry lime seltzer goes so hard. It's Hannaford brand. <laughs> it could still be spiked. I mean, maybe I took like a small syringe and injected it with what? grain alcohol.
0: Am I making this up? Did I see like a spiked monster energy drink? That sounds awful. It sounds horrific. I'm not sure if it's real, but... S- you know what? They tried that already, Zach. It was called Four Loco. Oh, I remember Four Loco.
1: I actually never had Four Loco. I remember finding it in New Orleans, and then it like creeped its way up. It Maybe because it like Far North is like New Jersey. No, I mean, it made and you sense. drank it all, so it couldn't make it anywhere, anywhere near New England. Thank you for that service. No, we still have it. I haven't had one in
0: many years, and I can't imagine I will ever have one again. I've
1: never had one in my life
0: get ready for birthday all right your heart's going to explode i mean that's also
1: because i'm almost 40 but that's different
0: other weird gigantic industry news this is um this came out of one report and it was almost like just like two sentences in a Mm -hmm. larger thing uh that universal might buy warner brothers that seems like it's kind of burying the lead a little bit like oh, we, we might yeah it was also it was like um some staffers believe like within the next two years it was like that'd be massive is it just me just or one
1: less studio <laughs> when it oh comes like corporations when it comes to the universal logo i always thought it was kind of conceded that it says universal but it's just the planet earth behind it like there's more to the universe than just the planet earth tough all right fine
0: <laughs> let's see yeah i don't know it was so weirdly buried in that story too that i was like hang on what uh, oh and by the way so i mean there's nothing more than that it was just in one report but it was still like hmm, the 90s are back okay this is a new story uh, the animated series gargoyles which ran from I what think, like, 94 to 97 Shut it, up. is getting a live action movie no i'm sorry live action tv series can they go back on strike <laughs> i'm all for this bring uh, on gargoyles why are you for this
1: why would not i be it was a fun show i haven't
0: seen it since it came out because
1: that's like saying please sign me up for a dark wing, a live action Darkwing duck show actually you know what i would watch that
0: it- that disappeared like that i don't know if that ever got dvd releases if it, they did it took a long ass time because th- it just got like caught up in rights and just kind of disappeared it's on disney plus now I've, how, n- i haven't retouched
1: it how are they gonna like do the like the gargoyles live action and not have it look bad i don't know could throw, we throw money at it oh uh, i guess i wish i could just throw money at my problems
0: I don't know I'm all for it. I don't I remember so little it's just like yeah I remember there was the big one there was the fat one and the small one and the angry one and the lady and like half the cast of next generation was in there wasn't Will Wheaton on that uh definitely Frakes was in there Marina Sirtis was in there as like main characters I think they had some other like people come through as guest stars too because they were clearly just like we like Star Trek the next generation let's cast these people
1: and the people on Star Trek next generation are like mm, we like money
0: yeah it's a voiceover gig I could do that
1: yeah, Jonathan Frakes, Ed As- oh Ed Asner was on it, some of the gargoyle names, Goliath, that was the big one. Yeah. Jim Cummings was in that, he was cop one, you know who Jim Cummings is most famous for? Yes, I know who Jim Cummings is. Who is he? Don't you dare. Winnie the Pooh. I know. And he also did some other voices too. He's done a lot of voices, he's like one of the biggest voice acting yes. names out there. Tim Curry was on that, John Rhys-Davies was in that, Clancy Brown, Avery Brooks, Brent Spiner, LaVarbrick, Kate Mulgrew, this was definitely done by Star Trek fans. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, why not? Gargoyle's in live action. Michael Dorn's character named Coldstone. I like that. It makes me think oh, of Darkseid. there, too? Yeah, of course he is. But yeah, Gar- Gar- Gargoyle's in live action. Coming at you. I am Coldstone,
0: son of Moog. That's not how that works. Speaking of Winnie the Pooh, oh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, I remember that public this. Public domain yeah. slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, half an hour of it was streamed at a fourth grade class in Florida oh wonderful because there was a substitute teacher the teacher's like what do you want to watch through like winnie the pooh he's like yeah sure here you go and then they watched it for 20 minutes oh no and, and now have you seen that movie no oh. no interest okay <laughs> But yeah just traumatizing fourth graders yeah christopher robin and the thousand acre woods of death i don't think that's a very good substitute teacher or the best substitute teacher ever <laughs> or that These kids are gonna learn today best buy is ending all physical media sales really like does that the, include like video games yep all physical media in q1 of 2024 so you really can't buy anything at Best Buy you can buy a stereo I guess can you just go to Sam goody for that sometimes they'll be looking for a very specific cable and I'll go there and they won't have it
1: yeah I'm <laughs> that's my general
0: <laughs> kind best of buy disappointed experience. with it's...
1: the selection in our Best Buy here and our, our local best Buy in the area it seems kind of barren at times oh. I was looking at a new TV I found um I think it's the one that I
0: actually have and they're like, "Oh, well we don't have have it here, but it is local." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Where is it locally?" A different state. That's not oh. local Best Buy. That's a different state. How how like far away? It was New Hampshire. Uh, it's not that bad. I'm not driving to New Hampshire. No taxes. Yeah. Just all that gas money. Tax-free. Yeah, that's just kind of a weird thing so we'll see what that means huh. as, you know, how people consume media, the landscape continues to change. Hmm. I like it. I don't know, especially a lot of people seem to be going back to physical now that, like, for a while, it was like, everything's going to be on streaming.
1: Let's get physical. It'll all just be on
0: Netflix. Oops, no, it's all very different now, and uh, everything charges you out the ass, and it could disappear at any moment Wow, with no warning. Yeah, it's true. Out the ass, he said. All right, that's it for the news. Oh, we're still kind of lean, aren't we? Fine. Michael Caine retired at the age of 90. Congratulations, he did 160 movies. I don't even want to live to 90, let alone work to 90.
1: Okay. Congratulations to him. Michael Crane. Good night, you princes of Maine. You kings of New England.
0: Oh, that's not true. There actually is one more. I'm glad I noticed this. Um, oh, see. Artist or writer Keith Giffen passed away.
1: Oh. Well, that's a kind of a downer note to end on.
0: Uh, best known for creating Lobo, Robert Raccoon, uh, Jaime Reyes, the current Blue Beetle. Big claim to fame was working on Justice League International. It was really uh so Lobo, he came in in a mocha. Omega Men number three, and mm-hmm. in the office I used to work, and that original was chest up on the wall every day. I shouldn't say a wall; was on a pillar. So it's like, all right, yep. There's Keith Gibbons on a pillar, no, oh, a support beam. Okay, different
1: than a pillory or the stocks.
0: No, just someone drove a nail into a support beam.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Like the <laughs> like <laughs> the old me- the old message banners, like tink tink on a uh, like a telephone pole. Yeah.
0: So, all right, so I used to look at that cover every day or every work day I should say. Then it disappeared one day. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Probably just the very rich guy who owned it took it home. Be my best guess.
1: Oh, good for him.
0: Uh, yeah, but sad that he passed. Mm. Uh, kind of, uh, mostly known for his work with the uh, J M Dematis, Like, like I said, doing like the Justice League stuff. Kind of known as a like curmudgeon with a heart of gold. And even uh, he had his family set up uh, a Facebook post after he passed. Oh, right. It just said, "I told them I was sick. Anything to get out of going to New
1: York Comic Con." Oh wow. <laughs> Is that what you're going to have posted on your social media when you pass away? Told you I was sick. Anything to get out of going to this. But,
0: you know, I mean, sad that he passed, but nice, like, he could go out with like a sense of humor and just like the foresight. Mm. Yeah, sad passing, but I, I did want to at least highlight his career a little bit. Yes. All right, we're going to move on from there to weird movie facts.
1: Movie facts.
0: Here are some weird comic oh. facts. Prepare accordingly.
1: I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's
0: safe. Well, this week we are talking Tusk, one of Kevin Smith's horror movies.
1: Tusk, Tusk. No,
0: just Tusk. Tisk, Tisk. No. And I thought, all right, what do I know about this movie? What are my weird facts? It's a weird fucking movie, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Were you just watching it this afternoon? Yes. I figure that's what happened. Well, I mean... I'm on to you. Yes. Uh, but Johnny Depp makes an uncredited appearance in this movie.
1: Yes. Guy Lépoint.
0: Yes. And he's... Once you know it's him, you can see it, but like he looks pretty unrecognizable in the role. Mm-hmm. And part of that is they put a big old fake nose on him. And I guess Johnny Depp got excited when they first put it on him because it kind of has this little indent on the tip of it and kind of a bulb. So he's like, this looks like a dick. <laughs> so he goes up to Kevin. So he's like, Kevin, look, it looks like a dick. Can we make it look more like a dick? He just wanted to have a
1: big <laughs> penis nose. <laughs> yeah, just a big oh, wow. penis
0: nose. And that's what you see in the final product when you look at Guy Lapointe. Guy Lapointe in his cock snout. <laughs> yeah, just that is what his nose is supposed to look like at the request of Johnny Depp. I respect it. Um Back when we could have some fun with Johnny Depp and not everything being like, "Oh, this is weird and sad or bad. So from being grossed out at looking at Johnny Depp's penis nose to watching the New England Patriots, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle
1: by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line.
0: It's time for another Jared Sports Report.
1: Hey, if you had the Patriots covering, you had the worst bad beat of all time. Ugh they find new and exciting hey you know what every time they get in the red zone they score touchdowns in the last few weeks
0: oh yeah how many times has that been
1: uh, just uh twice in the last few weeks
0: i saw uh one tweet from someone that said like um the boston red Sox outscored the new england patriots in the month of october and they played one game
1: how many runs no there's no way in one game they scored more than 17 runs
0: oh maybe this was how did the uh, patriots score at all their last game i didn't see any of it no they
1: got shut out the game before that so they had three points in the month of october leading into the game against the raiders in which they lost 21 17 i don't remember now oh but still that probably would hold true for a good hot second and that's really upsetting
0: i think it was one they might have only had three points in the month of october <laughs> yeah
1: they at one point only had three <laughs> points in the month of october I
0: think, um, the red Sox had six
1: yeah, well, now the Patriots have more points than the Red Sox. The there they go. Yes, yeah, things are not great in New England. Uh, you now showed some fight, uh, made too many mistakes, had a chance to win, and couldn't pull it out. They are now one and five with games coming up in the division against the Buffalo Bills, who looked kind of human against the uh, New York Giants this week. So there's a little bit of hope that it's not going to be a total blowout. But they're the largest.
0: <laughs> the Giants also lost.
1: Yes, the Giants lost. Yes, in a heartbreaking fashion. So the Giants are also one and five. So. Me and mutual friend Mike can commiserate together about our horrible football teams. (laughs) Now I know what it's like to have been him for the last few years. A decade. Yeah, 20 years, really.
0: (laughs) They were good for a while.
1: I mean, they won two Super Bowls during the last 20 years. Not our six, but still. (laughs) And the two that they won were against us. Damn, sad. Anyway, uh, a lot of speculation now about the future of Mac Jones in New England, Bill Belichick in New England. So lots of rumors and things swirling around this team. Uh, they are compelling and for all the wrong reasons. Unfortunately, I guess so it depends
0: on who you are. I think for everyone else in the world, good. good yeah, they're, good. everyone's excited that Crash finally, and burn. you
1: know, like in the movie Cocktail, Brian Flanagan says all things end badly; otherwise, they wouldn't end. And I think we're in the badly part of it. <laughs> so we'll see what happens going forward. But they have the bills on my birthday. Oh, what a great birthday present that is! Uh, yay me! Uh-huh. Woo! We me blowing out the candles won't be the only thing that blows on Sunday. Probably the Patriots. They're the largest home underdogs that they've been since Tom Brady's first career start. Is that the game you're going to? No, I'm going to the Commander's Game. Ah, okay. Yeah, the artist formerly known as the racially insensitive team. The From- Washington football team? Uh, well, I mean, even before <laughs> that. But yes, Washington, <laughs> Fo- the WFT, which is the genesis of the NFT. Not really, but still. Uh, so they got the Bills, and they are nine and a half point underdogs. So that number is expected to go up. I will say this. I will say this, the last time the Patriots were that deep of a home underdog, they won by 35 points. Oh, there you go. Yes, but they also had a young Tom Brady who actually didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game. So we shall see there, but there's a lot of speculation running rampant now that this might be the end for Bill Belichick in New England. People are like, let's trade Mac Jones, bring in Billy Zappi. Billy Zappi wasn't even active for the game. He was the emergency third string quarterback. They signed Malik Cunningham. Remember him from the preseason? He was really excited. Yeah, I saw that. I
0: was like, oh, that's not good.
1: Oh, I mean. Sure. It's not good for Billy Zappi that he didn't, you know, he was inactive in the emergency. So, in order to be the emergency third string quarterback to get into the game, both primary quarterback and backup quarterback have to be injured and unable to return to the game. Wow. Yeah. So, that's not good news for Billy Zappi that that's where they placed him. So, there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of good old drama going on down there in Foxborough. I'll bring in a live report in a couple of weeks. Okay, great. Can't wait for it. Uh, Let's see what else do we have for news Boston Bruins off to a pretty good start and in the Boston Celtics world Jeff Van Gundy joining the coaching staff as a or at least joining the organization as a uh, an advisor
0: yes consultant
1: consultant splitting his time between Portland and Boston I hear also this apparently happened a
0: while ago just nobody noticed oh okay like they updated their website and said this is our coaching staff like someone random on the internet was like why is his name there and that's how the information came out
1: tell me that you're invested in getting your club to win a championship without telling me you're invested to getting your club winning a championship because that's what the celtics really feel like they're like we're pushing all of our chips to the center of the table wick grossbeck is like hi it's me i'm gonna spend some money and i'm gonna make some investments in my foot in my see for slip basketball team why aren't we doing this for the football team? Why are we not spending money and making investments in them there? Why can't we get Mac Jones a decent offensive line and maybe some fucking receivers? I'm just saying. That's Jared sports reports. All right. no, well, we can move on from there. You don't have anything else to add for the Celtics? No, I
0: wasn't going to bring up the Van Gundy thing. He's a consultant. Yes. <laughs> and it's preseason. Why
1: don't they consult him for what they can do with the fucking Patriots?
0: i'm watching some preseason games having a mediocre time some games i watch are terrible some games are fun
1: all the games i watch are terrible i'm having less than a mediocre time
0: <laughs> i mean yesterday just because there's like a small window of time in between things like that, i'll throw on um 76ers and the nets I'm watching nets preseasons game guess what they look terrible well Still no Harden. Hasn't played in a single preseason game. But neither has Embiid. No one's talking about that no. enough. It's all like, ooh, Harden. But like, Embiid's also missed every preseason game. Something's happening there. Oh,
1: forgot to mention, trade deadline is October thirty first. So who knows who's going to be on the team when I go see him play the Commanders <laughs> on the fifth? That'd be fun.
0: All right, we're going to. You ho- might
1: be starting at quarterback. <laughs> oh, you're you're out with a with a quad or calf muscle. I am out with a calf
0: muscle. All right, we're going to move on from there to screaming. It's screaming.
1: So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers?
0: Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out.
1: Loki, episode two. Loki continues to awesome.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed the second one as well i'm a little annoyed where it's coming out but it's just because it's october and all i want to do is watch like you know horror related stuff Mm. and i'm like oh crap i gotta watch loki my wife's like i thought you liked the first i'm like
1: i did i just i want to watch horror stuff right now i just want to watch spooky things i think i'm gonna watch beetlejuice tonight when i go home it is there beetlejuice beetlejuice beetle don't say it have they made any headway on the beetlejuice sequel
0: yeah it's almost they were 95 percent or like 98% like done f- filming. They had like literally two days left oh. and it got
1: shut down. Oh no.
0: So yes, it was close. Literally two days of shooting.
1: Well, I'm sure they've probably already edited what they can and they're still working on it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's still going to wait for the actor's strike to end though. Uh, fair.
0: Um, I enjoyed the opening chase to this. I was a little uh, thrown off. I'm like, did I miss an episode? Like it where it jumps in.
1: No, it gets right was, at it. It was
0: very abrupt. So I like I literally like went back. I'm like, oh crap! Were there two episodes? Week one and I just missed one? I'm like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm just a little confused.
1: Yeah, it literally like opens up with here we go. I love Loki's frilly shirt. By the way, yeah,
0: and even the episode of like breaking Brad. I'm like, okay, and I was like, oh, you see, like yeah, I saw the title. I'm like I have no fucking idea who Brad is.
1: Yeah, pr- Brad. <laughs> Let's go get him though. Uh, well, he's the guy they put in the box. I and know. Twisted around. Well,
0: I, I recognize him from like the earlier episode, but I didn't. Yes. like I didn't know his name was Brad.
1: Well, his his name was I fucked up.
0: Yeah, I also like that guy. He was fun, and this whole like identity crisis thing with Loki, and also, also to a point, um Mobius. I I like, but at the same time, like I'm still stuck with this. Loki is the same Loki who like because this picked up right after season one. I did this is the same Loki who like a week ago was blowing up New York and fighting like the Avengers, literally fighting gods. And this time yes. he's like, ah, oh, man. Some guys in little suits, and like I'm just stuck in this boring fight where I'm throwing them across, the I'm like, you have the power of a god, and just took on all of the Avengers by yourself. Well, I guess he had an entire army with him, but you... Yeah, from,
1: from another dimension. This was like a week ago for that guy. That's a really good point that they kind of bring up a little bit. Like, you did some really bad stuff. Not even long ago. Like, a week ago. So, like, sometimes when you watch it, you have to rem- remind yourself of and that. You were just dist- drilling out a guy's eye. It's true. You were. Like... Yeah, and you were about to slaughter a bunch of people in Germany, and you were like, "You were a bad man." They, I mean,
0: he did. I think I what like they say, like he had killed like 198 people or something, like in two days or a week. I forget what it was. He's adopted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, that fun Joss Whedon dialogue back when we could enjoy it.
1: Mm, back in the, back in the day, yeah, that's something that you have to kind of remember, and you have to like when you think about watching this. This is not the same Loki that you saw Thanos squish to death. No, he saw a montage, and
0: it made him sad. Yes.
1: He's like, oh, so it's like, how is he going to, if it doesn't make sense for the character, this is like my one gripe with it, like kind of like you just said, my one gripe with this character is, and it's a challenge because like all the character development that they had throughout the whole Infinity Saga is kind of like this character has to kind of be wiped away and cleansed of that character arc because it never happens no
0: he saw a montage so oh so he if
1: saw. i so i just watch a montage I'm, my my character is now that character that's a massive hand waving that's a kind of like a that's a jedi mind trick and a half
0: that's some rocky four right there that's like trying to he get a that's
1: like trying to get people to you know convince that jar jar binks is the real sith lord <laughs>
0: I like their pie scene, which goes in that whole like identity crisis thing, like Mo B is not knowing like where he's gonna go, and Loki also mm-hmm. not. But also like good choice of key lime pie, like that's a top three pie for me.
1: I also like that the pie scene to me was kind of like a hidden reference to the pie scene in Men in Black. I don't even. remember. They would that. always I go and get Tommy Lee Jones's character. Kay, would always go get pie to think.
0: I don't even remember. That's been yeah. a long time since I've seen that movie. There you go. Um, I like the return of Sylvie, and at first I was like these things like people just picking up places like how did she get like a social security card i'm like wait no nope. space witch that's out there mm-hmm. we go problem solved and our highest aspiration of mcdonald's why because they're footing the bill apparently
1: yeah exactly that's some retro mcdonald's in there too
0: yeah some of like the branded content was like kind of annoying like wow these chicken mcnuggets are really great have you tried this big mac Mm-mm, good i've never had a big mac
1: it's fine i mean the secret sauce is just thousand island dressing i've never Considered it. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Big
0: Mac. The 90s? The early 2000s? It's been, it's also about the same time I uh, last rewatched Men in Black.
1: I'm more of like, you know, Wendy's or Arby's, but I do love McDonald's fries.
0: Uh, I'm kind of curious where uh, Loki is going to end up because he kind of seems to be on Team Kang. Like, we don't want this stuff to get screwed up like sylvie stabbing him kind of messed the whole thing up and then there's this whole thing yeah, of like
1: yeah it's a good point
0: you know fate versus free will and all of this but yeah i don't know he seems to be kind of team kang
1: a little bit like team normal but also the fact He's like, that this like, guy
0: sucks. i'm gonna expose him but also was he wrong
1: well i think it, the other thing is when you look at the mass genocide that gets committed at the end of this episode too yeah like pruning of all the timelines which doesn't make sense as to why that would happen or how that would work because like i mean i guess it's not supposed to make sense big bombs yeah before they were
0: like in weird apocalypses now they're just
1: making their own i guess i guess so that's 100 percent what's happening ob continues to delight oh my gosh we're all gonna die is he a secret villain maybe i don't know that'd just be kind of fun well i mean clearly the manual is going to be a big plot point in this whole thing okay it's featured prominently i haven't done a deep dive in watching the credits to see everything that's in there
0: No, the only thing I had to do this I to scroll through them to make sure there wasn't a post credit scene again. I'm like, God damn it, I have to do this every week now, don't I?
1: Yeah. I mean I just kind of click, 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 click. Nothing there. But I should watch the montage at the end to see what things you can kind of like just like in the Picard credits where you get all the things like I was able to pick up on 10 forward and things of that nature, the DNA, like what's in those credits, you know, the book was featured prominently in the credits as well. So I feel like that manual is gonna play a role before the end of this. Is Obi the true he-who-remains? Is that how they're going to... No.
0: I don't think he's really going to be a villain. It'd just be fun.
1: But wouldn't that be an interesting solution to your potential Jonathan Majors problem?
0: No. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be like, and now it's Kei Kwan, the biggest badass in the
1: universe. I'm just saying, this, is, this could be how they solve that potential problem. The real he-who-remains is different. Just a thought. All right. That's all I got for uh, Loki episode
0: two. Mostly liked it. Do you not like my theory?
1: I think it has no legs all right let's. well much like our next movie there's a man in it with no legs that's true so we're gonna move on from there
0: as it is spooky season i thought i'd throw something to you know a little cover some ground of things that we've done before we talked about kevin smith a number of times so i thought we'd tackle his not his first horror movie but probably the one that people know the most with tusk playing the theme
1: i'm the best at what i do but what i do best
0: isn't very nice it's time for an editors' note podcast review. Now, part of why I wanted to do this movie is uh, back when it came out, I was not happy. What? Oh, mm-hmm. I told you that sorry. Yeah. Yes. Um we used to live with we didn't live together, but we lived across from each other. Mm, true. <laughs> also not intentionally, just kind of happened. True. But we lived in within walking distance of a bar. Also true. <laughs> and we were
1: walking back just stumbling.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a reason we walked.
1: Yes god that was convenient we had some times boy do we have some times um like but, the time you left the trail of chicken bones to find our way back
0: but you're like what are you doing I'm, I'm going to finish watching this kevin smith movie and i explained to you what it was and you like got like you were very drunk and indignant you're like that's not a kevin smith movie I'm like, oh well, it is yeah, he, he, that's wrote, fair. he yeah. wrote and directed it that's like the same
1: by definition that is a kevin smith movie that's the same like people are like oh jersey girl doesn't count
0: yeah Jersey Girl's fine. I like it well enough. Yes, me too. It's pretty harmless. Yes. As far as rom-coms go. But yeah, so that was always like, it's been in the back of my brain since like 2014. I'm like, I'm going to show them this fucking movie.
1: Well, you have. And here we are nine years later. I've seen I, it.
0: I really struck
1: when the iron was hot. Yeah, you, you let it cool down. And I was like, maybe I'll escape this. And you're like, ha I don't know. I like this movie.
0: <laughs> I have I, a lot of fun with it.
1: I will say it is a creepy movie.
0: The very quick background of... Um, what it is and he's going into like the real life side of it is uh kevin smith did a podcast where they found a post about basically what is found in this of someone who uh had a close friendship with a walrus and just wanted to tell his walrus stories mm. in his declining years it turns out the thing that they found was fake yeah no not a real thing but it turned into um on the podcast like a thing. Like, would anyone want to see me make this movie it was like hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus no hashtag walrus yes one out <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we get Tusk. Which is,
0: full spoilers for this, because it's been out for like nine years. Mm. A man who lures someone um, to his house so he can turn him into a walrus. And he's not the first person he's <laughs> lured in. That is the most basic premise. He wants to turn a man into a walrus. Pretty much. So he can recapture his walrus friend. Yes. Anywho, what do you think about this?
1: It was, a, it was a unique movie, I'll say that. It was definitely not what I... I wasn't exactly sure what to expect, especially in the beginning when uh, Kill Bill Kid cuts his leg off with really poor CGI, but still. Yeah. So Justin Long and
0: Haley Joel Osment have a podcast Yes. called The Nazi Party. not
1: C. Yes. N-O-T-S-E-E. Yes. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> well, I think it's a play on words. It's a very if, good... You if know. I
0: had to take a stab in the dark. Yes. Towards a walrus. Uh. <laughs> um, but Justin Long, our titular wallace
1: yes close to walrus also very close he has a mustache that looks like tusks yeah it, i mean none of that's by accident <laughs> the heck you say yes well he goes to canada in search of this kid who cut his leg off with a sword to pretty much make fun of him for his podcast it looks
0: like um like star wars kid back in the early yes days. but it's
1: kill bill kid with a sword
0: yeah and instead of just a broom it's a sword that he just hacks his own leg off with and then before uh justin long wallace can get there he kills himself
1: yeah, I mean, not funny that the kid killed himself, but <laughs> well, then uh, Justin
0: then Justin like, very upset. He's like, "Oh man, I drove came all the way to Canada to yes. even get this kid killed himself." Like, "How rude of that child." Very indi- like so we're not really supposed to like Wallace. But,
1: <laughs> no, also cuz we find out as the movie goes along Wallace is not a great guy. He's also going to Canada to cheat on his girlfriend. But that's, you know, almost kind of a moot point because she was cheating on him with his podcast partner. <laughs> with Haley Joel Osment. I what? know. Uh, he sees dead people. He sees your girlfriend apparently. So anyway, he's lured you leave the country. Uh good point. But he goes to this bar called H. Don't really know what the except for maybe
0: mothers lock up your daughters. Yeah. Smithers is on the town. Ta- oh my god. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Whenever I think of it. Sorry.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But there's a big posting above a urinal about if you want to hear my story. So he's like, I need to go find a story because I'm in Canada and I came all the way here for nothing. No, no, no. So he meets this guy who drugs him with tea. Michael Parks. He was fantastic. He was so creepy in if, this.
0: If you've ever seen like a Quentin Tarantino movie or a Robert Rodriguez movie and stuff like before then, but like those are the guys that like to use Michael Parks.
1: Yeah. But he was fantastic. And I think of the creepy, like the scary movies you have had me watch, this was the this was a one that was like it was I was shocked at how visceral and upsetting it was. Like the acting was decent. I thought yeah, I mean Michael
0: Parks is great. Justin pa- Long is good. Justin
1: Long is great as kind of that I think it, it plays very well on that fear of being ad- abducted and not being able to escape and I mean
0: the best scenes are him just talking and Michael Parks just fucking with him.
1: Oh, his monologuing and this is fantastic.
0: Yeah, like, um uh, Justin Long wa- like passes out, wakes up, finds that his leg is gone and Michael Parks is like trying not to giggle to himself. He's like, oh, "Spider?"
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: just like tr- like holding himself back from just being like, "No." I chopped off your leg so I could turn your femur into a tusk and fuse your back legs together.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz he cuts off his other leg later on in the movie. Yeah, t- turns the bones into tusks. Yes, he does and attaches them to his face. Yeah,
0: and um it's not it's not just a regular walrus. This is like a skin suit walrus made of a bunch of dead people. Yeah, don't like it. Not a fan of it. It's, it's very visceral. It's um who Oh, man, I can't remember who did the effects
1: off the top. Of my, was that, no, it was Greg Nicotero, I think. I mean, it it is kind of, you know. Of
0: Mr. T- Mr. Tusk. The
1: the thing I have with this movie, I think it's kind of the general, if there was, you know, I think, I don't know if is the right word, is it, it tries to be two things at once. And it's not, if it focused on being one thing, it'd be awesome at that one thing.
0: Yeah, it does kind of have an inconsistent tone because sometimes it wants to be like funny and other times it wants to be ridiculous
1: because like you're looking it's a guy in a fucking walrus suit and other times it wants to scare you (laughs) made of people's skin yeah but like some of the the stuff that's happening like the moments where they like dive into and sell out like where he sells out to it being a horror movie he does a it's really really good when he sells out to being a kevin smith kind of comedy movie also funny but it, it it's very much a yin and yang that isn't balanced in that movie i think
0: no not overall i mean um because everyone's got to do one uh, michael Pars gets his own indianapolis speech but it's about walruses yes it's true he gets <laughs> everyone his... gets the indianapolis speech
1: i think johnny depp was really funny in this like he was kind of funny enough like, i liked his character because I... his daughter is in this yes with kevin smith's daughter they're the convenience store clerks clerks which is you know it's not a Kevin Smith movie unless there's some sort of commerce going on.
0: Yeah. 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 Depp is fun of this. He's not a, He mostly just pops up in the third act to be like, my name is Gila Point, I am an inspector.
1: Now, does he show up in the other.
0: Yeah. There's a a semi sequel to this, uh, Yoga Hosers, and there's supposed to be a third one that hasn't happened called Moose Jaws. Uh, yes. Yeah. He is uh f- featured more heavily in um yoga hosers but that is a really bad movie so let's never watch it
1: okay is yoga hosers supposed to be in the same vein of like horror or comedy or is it supposed to be just a comedy fuck if i know okay well there you go i the same this at least you kind of knew like it's trying to be both of those things um, yoga hosers is a series of
0: vignettes that probably aren't supposed to be vignettes that don't really connect together in any way and it's just bad
1: oh, okay there we go. Thank you. does us make it a gu- no. Thanks for that in, movie. Takes place in Canada.
0: I don't like. I, I like Tusk. I don't like yoga hosters. I mean, some of it's really creepy. Like when he's in the suit, which is horrific. Also, I'm going to give a lot of credit to like the creation of the suit, and also Justin mm. Long, who's in this thing. Clearly, yeah, like, you can still see his face, and he's still able to emote, which is kind of crazy because he's not under like a little bit of prosthetics. He's
1: under all the prosthetics.
0: Well, like the thing must weigh like 200 pounds.
1: But like the acting to like the fact that he was conditioned in the movie his character to be a walrus the fact that he doesn't die of infection first of all let's talk about that yeah that it's it's a very
0: it's not a very long shot but you see him on the operating table it's fucked up
1: oh yeah (laughs) like oh shit yeah but like how did like the rest of the body get into that suit like how do they make it happen
0: i don't know that's what all the diagrams on the wall were for yeah
1: and you get like the scene where he gets dragged into the pool and you see all the other dead walruses that he tried to make before yeah
0: where he has to learn to swim yeah it's a messed up movie (laughs) and again spoilers spoilers for the end of the movie
1: i feel like of the scary movies you've had me watch this one may actually elicit some nightmares
0: (laughs) it's a gross looking suit look it up if you haven't seen it yeah but the end of the movie so justin long is fully turned into a walrus
1: and to the point where he's like
0: I mean, his tongue has been cut out too. So all I could do is go like ah
1: ah. Rah. Yeah, exactly. And
0: um, for him to fully become the walrus, Michael Parks just like has to fight him. But he makes his own walrus suit, but it's not quite as effective. No. And Jessalong just ends up gouging him because Michael Parks refused to go full walrus. Yes. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. he only went half walrus. Yeah, he didn't his whole fully face commit. Stick it out and stuff. But that's a silly ass looking suit and it's creepy it's just like there's michael park's face with other
1: people's skin
0: and these little tusks now kevin yeah. smith set up for the 10th anniversary um that he wanted to do a sequel this but he wanted to do the aliens thing it was just like alien with a dollar sign that uh, the tusk sequel oh yeah called tusks but it just has a dollar sign at the end of it for the 10 year anniversary which is next year
1: wow can't believe that but yeah. here we are um
0: and um, the movie ends with that Fleetwood Mac song, Tusk.
1: It does end with the Fleetwood Mac song, "Tusks," And it ends with his now ex-girlfriend and friend who he did the podcast with feeding him a fish.
0: Because he lives in a zoo now. Yeah. But also, because again, he's a, he became the walrus.
1: Yeah. Which is a fucked up zoo that they would have in there on exhibit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just out there in the public.
1: Yes. But the big thing, too, like, the, it comes back to, like, he was dehumanized. And then the thing that his girlfriend keeps saying is, like, you know, or it goes back to earlier about, like, he would get high and cry about Winnie the Pooh. Is, like, crying is what separates us from the animals. And he cry, like he has a tear come down, a couple of tears come down at the end. And yeah. then he starts making his weird walrus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dusk it's a fucked up movie i'm glad
0: this movie exists in this world because it's weird as all hell and i'll take weird as all hell it is weird as all hell like it's one of those that movie is a swing it's a
1: massive swing
0: (laughs) you might not like it but you can't say that it's not a swing
1: no definitely different than like the other kevin smith stuff i've seen even the stuff that's outside the view of skewediverse yeah it's an out there movie certainly is if you want to see a man get
0: turned into a walrus and then have a walrus on man walrus fight
1: true i mean it it has some of that witty sharp kevin smith dialogue in the scenes where like they're doing the podcast and the stuff outside of the
0: michael parks gets like three or four monologues
1: he gets some good monologues and he chews the shit out of them i think it's even if you don't like kevin smith movies or you're like unsold on them but you like scary movies or horror movies i would recommend it
0: it's weird as all hell
1: yes it is it's a fun time I don't know if it's fun. It's certainly unsettling. It's a thinker.
0: <laughs> Noah, a... What was the deeper meaning here? Guess what? There wasn't. What if a man turned another man into a walrus? Well, I think
1: there's a little bit of like the podcasting piece to it because he was...
0: There's no great themes in here, That was just meant to be a fucked up weird movie. Well,
1: it succeeds in that.
0: All right. We're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. A lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so... If you want to ask us your own questions, you can send them into editor'snotecomics at gmail.com. This week, I'm amending a letter a little bit. Okay. Because uh, we did one similar to this, I don't know, two years ago, <laughs> three years ago. I don't know. So the, uh, the question we were asked is, uh, what fictional character would you pick for a five-man basketball team? So what comic characters? Well, we had done that before. Oh. is why? Uh,
1: well, then I fucked up. I said, well, I said
0: not, no superheroes.
1: Yeah, well, the the people I picked are not superheroes. Okay, so yeah, I
0: kind of changed the parameters because before we had done this, so we had done like superheroes, but I think we said like superheroes, but they couldn't use their like powers if they broke the rules. Oh, oh yeah. All right. This is going back away. So I made up. So I'm like, all right. So it can't be a superhero because we've already done that, and just opened it up to the floor for any other character. But I uh, put in a one character per franchise rule for reasons you may see with mine. All right.
1: What do you got? Am I all
0: right? So, do you want me to just do my five? Yes. Do your five. All right, I guess we'll uh, start maybe from the bottom of it. Going with Caesar from Planet of the Apes, the monkey. Let's go with the new Andy Circus version. All right. There's going to be some bully ball in there. Okay. He's got strong. He can jump if he needs to intimidate, which also... I I, I also did positionless basketball here. Oh, okay. Which then brings us to Carrie from Carrie. Why? Because she's used to dealing with a stadium full of people, and she can scare the shit out out of you. It can also use her psychic powers to help guide that ball in. Okay. All right. She's not even going to be a liability on defense. She's going to stare at you, and you're going to fall over. Maybe a car flips on you or something. You're set on fire. I feel like that's a foul. We have an intimidation game going for my team. Block charge. Next, we have Neo from The Matrix. Interesting. Why? Because he's fast, and he can fly. That's also true. He's got hops. He can you know, really take care of this whole situation. Plus, we saw him fight Agent Smith on that basketball court. All right. All right. Now we start getting fun. Okay. Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf.
1: Oh, that's a good call.
0: (laughs) Once again, we know he can hoop. We, yes. don't know, we, oh, we don't really know if these others can hoop, but we know Teen Wolf can hoop. Mm, yes, he can. He's going to do a flip, get you a dunk. All right.
1: Yeah. And then we got to go the captain of my team,
0: Michael Jordan from Space Jam.
1: All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I did a little bit of rule bending with my mind, so I will accept that.
0: I had to do the one rule for franchise, because otherwise I just said LeBron. That's a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. Michael Jordan is the captain of my team, leading it as he led the Toon Squad so my five man let's ro- not forget
1: that bill murray had big minutes in that game
0: five man roster caesar from planet of the apes carrie from carrie neo from the matrix michael j frox from teen wolf whatever his name was in that movie and michael jordan as michael jordan
1: all right well my my team is not my team is all comic book characters okay all right so every good team needs a coach so <laughs> i didn't get a coach Jay jonah jameson's our coach he can <laughs> handle the media well and he's very very no nonsense jimmy olsen's gonna be our point guard He's going to distribute. He's quick, kind of like a Steve Nash-like kind of player. Casey Jones, he's going to play the swing for us. He can kind of play inside and outside. He can be rough on, you know, physical on the boards, but he can also, you know, handle stuff outside. He might get a little confused between sports. Bucky Barnes, he's our shooting guard. Okay. He's got the arm. He's got a really strong mechanical arm to shoot with. So just from behind the arc. Yes, exactly. And he can swat away. And then uh, Nick Fury, he's going to be our power forward which Nick fury david hasselhoff or sam jackson sam jackson <laughs> uh and then our center is Shaq because he was in the comic book Shaq fu he was also in the movie blue chips it's also true he was in the movie blue chips but now that you got me thinking because you use like other characters i'm gonna amend just a little bit who i would have on my team i'm gonna replace who i'm gonna replace uh, jimmy olsen because he's kind of scrawny Uh, King Kong. We're going to bring King Kong in, play underneath the basket. Got a height advantage in there.
0: He's going to be unreliable. You're not going to know. He's not going to follow the rules. He's not going to be a team player.
1: No, but he's going to take up a lot of space in the paint. You score over him. He's going to go rogue. Yeah, that's fine. You you can't score over him. He's going to be in there. He's going to be in a fine spot. I would also add Elroy Jetson. (laughs) Elroy Jetson. Uh, Yeah, because he played played basketball in space. Uh, He had that move, the Elroy elevator. He'd go up and down, up and down. He'd shoot it and score and win. So he'd have you know he's a little undersized, but he has that little hover pad, so he can kind of float around uh, and, and get to different places. I would also, along the same lines uh, of that, Bugs Bunny. He's a proven player. He's a proven player in this league. He's two and zero in big games. Can't go wrong with Bugs Bunny. You
0: could have picked LeBron. No, no, that's fine. <laughs>
1: that's fine. Yeah, if I had known it was like any kind of fictional character, that's
0: what I said. I said fictional characters. I just said not superheroes.
1: Let me just double check to see what you had said in your. You even asked a clarifying sentence. Oh, what non-superhero character would you pick for a five-man basketball team? Five players, all fictional, no superheroes, one per franchise. It was was ambiguous enough that I screwed it up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I just don't see you beating Michael Jordan. (laughs) King Kong will swat him. King Kong ain't got shit on me. He has Looney Tunes rules. He'll be fine. That's why I have Bugs Bunny in there, to counteract your Looney Tunes rules. Well, I'm hungry. All right, as am I
0: time for some cauliflower tacos oh
1: well look at you go yeah i'm gonna have uh chicken and rice stir fry when i get home oh, great yeah
0: all right hey let's wrap this up don't forget uh buffy is out now if you're listening to this on wednesday or if it's not out now it's going to be out by the end of the day
1: all right there you go well if you enjoyed the show go to patreon.com slash editors note comics a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus Zach said at the beginning and just now, the first uh, edition, the first episode. First, first of three. First Patri- of three episodes. Up
0: a week early on Patreon.
1: There you go. Uh, about Buffy, the new Buffy uh, audio series, audio drama. Is that what it is, really? Yeah. All right, there you go. So that's, uh, plus you get the show the day we record it and Pod to the Dark Tower. Lots of stuff worth a dollar a month. You can't go wrong. It's going to help pay Zach's TV off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly uh you can also interact with the show rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and you can also uh email us editors note comics at gmail.com for great questions like that and you can find zach on the social medias so just look up editors note comics
0: yeah and if you want to see a man just have a full-blown meltdown once a week except on a bye week you can follow jared at well, junior rich
1: that bye week isn't coming soon enough they got to go to germany first which there's a you know Germany put up a tariff on exportation of bad football, so they may not be able to go to Germany anymore. Yeah,
0: nothing like international travel right now. Oh uh,
1: yeah, exactly. I don't think I'd want to go anywhere right now over in Europe. That's just me.
0: Uh, we are back next week. What are we doing next week? I
1: don't know we have one. We have a buffer. We have one more episode before the episode. Uh,
0: okay. All right. Whatever fits with your schedule, I guess. All right. Next week, it's a list. One a listicle, a long listicle.
1: I thought we said we were gonna do. We were planning on next Saturday for the uh, for the funsies, the frivolities
0: whatever day all right
1: i can't wait because that episode <laughs> will drop on halloween okay
0: so then we still have next week
1: <laughs> yes we do have next week
0: <laughs> which was what I was setting up next week uh ranking every single i mean every single stephen king book ever written why because i
1: read every one. there's 75 of them i think there's more i think it's 79 79 if you did one a minute that would be the longest podcast we've ever done i know we <laughs> they're not gonna be long reviews uh, this is gonna be me doing a sit and get isn't it think you mostly just show up for this one. Hey, that's my kind of podcast, baby. All
0: right, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye.